8 floor special. I don't need to tell you that though because you live here. Uh, anyway, welcome. Uh, imagine that a, a nice, a nice intro tune just brought you into the scene, fading out of the audio, fading into the talking imagine portion. You're painting a good picture. How you been, buddy? I haven't seen you in a few days. Yeah, man. We live together, and I haven't seen you in in like two days. That is a uh, dude. That's interesting because like you live with me, but like, do you feel like you live with me? Dude, most of the hours of the day you're gone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> was I telling you? I probably was. Or maybe it's on a friend. Like, I'm on the phone, like, all day, bro. That sounds exhausting. It's... Too bad it's not a podcast, huh? I know. Um, except it'd be the most boring podcast ever. You're like, so what do you think these bonds? Like, <laughs> the collateral's quite interesting. Um, no one, no one would listen to that shit. Oh, but yeah, like, I'm pretty tired. Not physically, well, physically, like, as, as tired as anyone would be at the end of work. Yeah. Um, but, like, my voice is tired. Which Dang. I feel like is not something I had in my old job at all, because I was just, like, typing. I think it's, like, an energy sap. You don't even have the energy to talk sometimes. After yeah, work. it's, like, it's a different kind of energy sap. Like a social sap? No, it's not Get even... sapped socially, my man? Well, I think... Well, also, I'm a huge extrovert. Damn, it sounds like you gotta be, honestly. Dude, you cannot... First of all, you cannot survive in this job without being, like, an alcoholic. Or <laughs> a very big fan of alcohol, we can put it. Um, and an extrovert. Anything less won't cut it. I mean, it will cut it, but like you just won't like the job. Dang. Like there's certain people who are in my job who I'm like, yeah, probably not the best fit. But mm. I feel like that's that's the case with any job. Do you feel like you're not the best fit at your job? I feel like I'm an okay fit, but my job's pretty easy where almost anybody could fit in. For the stuff that I know, for my background, it, it makes sense. And it makes me feel like there is, like it's a very complacent like kind of place, you know? Dude, do you like that it's easy? I do. Like, because some people get fulfillment from their jobs, but then some people just need jobs to sustain and to get fulfillment from other stuff. And then mm. some people have a mix of both, and obviously... I think if I could never have to work, I wouldn't want to. Like, I don't enjoy actual work, you <laughs> Dude, know? Fuck work, so, <laughs> Fuck a job, yeah. is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, man. It's my credo, is fuck a job. But yeah, so if I can do anything... Like, make a couple cents off a podcast, you know, write up some little film reviews. Do yeah, put our faces on t-shirts. That could be the next phase. That could be the marketing phase of 8th eight, eight Floor Special. It's 8th Floor Special, by the way, not 8th. Eight, eight Floor? 8th Floor. Oh, dude, adding another name of our own podcast. Yeah, honestly, it took me a second to, to remember it. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're probably saying it totally different. We're four minutes into the podcast, and I just remembered the name of it, so. Okay, 8th Floor. Like, 8th eight, eight, eight eight floor. floor? I think 8th a good number. It's a lucky one. We got a Magic 8-Ball logo in the works. Oh. Ken oh. is behind that, like I said. I like that. Shout out to our West Coast team, Ken and and Caesar. Shout out to our satellite office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yo, there's this very interesting article that I was reading um, just about like how much rent is increasing in each neighborhood in New York City. Yeah. So East Village was the second highest year over year. It's up 48.1% on average. And then, like, I think the only higher neighborhood was Soho, which is up 51.2%. God damn. And then I'm like, man. This place is blowing up. Damn expensive to live here. It's it just, really like, isn't. more it's people like... wanting to move to New York. Yeah. And New York just not having more space. I mean, Do you remember when that was not a problem? Oh, we dude. were here, we were in dorms, and that wasn't a problem. Well, we were in dorms, but, dude, the dorms were ripping our faces off, dude. We were, <laughs> we were paying essentially... Let's do some quick Back math. then? Yeah, you're right. I think so. Now like, that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. The three-bedroom we had at 3rd North <laughs> was 
two thousand a person. Your per semester. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Sorry, it's two thousand a month. It was like eight thousand a semester. So two thousand a month for a two thousand a month for a three bedroom times six people. That's twelve k for a three bedroom. That's sneaky ass. Like we're in a two. We're in essentially that for less than half. Dude, how do they get away with like just charging each person an individual so we're apartment rate? Essentially, they're renting a studio. What yeah, we're getting a hundred percent markup, and this was five <laughs> years ago. God knows how much NYU rent is now. Like, got out of there just in time, huh? Dude, yeah. I bet if we Google it, it'd be like up 30 percent. They increase that shit every year by so much. It just gets more and more expensive. Like that's college has only been getting more expensive, and that's not in direct relation to inflation. That's like the, you know, all those memes where it's like, oh, college in 1970 was like minimum wage in 1970. Oh, yeah, those charts. Yeah. Or it's just like... And then there's like, in bold, see the problem in America. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is a valid point, but there's like, there's a lot to unpack. But still fuck a job, right? Yeah. Dude, I honestly like, I kind of like that works like a little challenging and stressful all the time. Like, I don't like it to be too, too stressful to where I'm like losing sleep or having like anxiety attacks mm. not that and also i think that people are more predisposed to that than others but like definitely my last job i was like losing a lot of sleep and it was just really like, an unhealthy job yeah man i think there's like a healthy amount of stress and kind of like mm. anxiety to have and it's not like it's never constant like for me it's like one day might be 30 percent, one day might be like 75 percent, but they kind of all balance out to like i don't know 50 or 60 kind of arbitrary numbers but what do you think is a little bit higher than most people have but it's less than some other people yeah have, so. yeah exactly and i think everyone has their own like Whoa. strike zone on where, <laughs> where they want to be stressed out every day because mm. it's like is that a good emotion to feel maybe I guess it's like doses. almost survival like almost survival <laughs> everything in moderation as they say you know you can take a little stress you can take a little relaxation yeah too much of either is gonna like kill you probably i i agree i agree but i feel like too much relaxation i'm just gonna rot away which is why I don't want to work, but I still want to, like, do something. Yeah. That, like, keeps me, like, I would like to do stuff challenged. if I wasn't working. Like, little projects, you know? T-shirts with your face on them, for example, Exhibit A. Yeah, know? or for you, it's, like, writing. Like, brand. writing's, like, the challenge, right? Yeah, yeah. That's would you say writing, like, is, like, a fun challenge for you? It is. I feel like there's a little bit at stake. I feel like you need fun challenges, just in general. Mm-hmm. You're right. I think, you know... You know what I was thinking about this when I started working full-time when I moved here? Is that you can work... Your nine to five almost doesn't matter if you don't love it. Like you shouldn't expect it to let yourself to love it. Yeah. And like the stuff that you do with your free time that you get to like really choose what you do with. That's what's like important. And that's what's going to make up the rest of your life. That's so true. That's like, that's like back what we were talking about two minutes ago, like fun challenges, like in that sense of the word, like you have the challenge at work and you have like fun outside. So you have like a balance. But for me, the work is the fun and the challenge. Yeah. But for you, like, the fun challenge thing might be, like, writing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I see what So mean. I feel like stuff that, like, you like to do that's going to keep you at the right amount of stress is going to be a good mix of, like, fun and challenge. And if you can do that for a job. Yeah, if you can do that for a job, I think that's pretty cool. So, like, for you, if that was, like, writing or, like, I don't know, some other shit. Like, Ishan, like, for his fun show, challenge Ishan. is, like, yeah, he's already, do we have to, like, introduce people we talk about? Hell no. Yeah. Even fake names if we All want right. to. Essentially, like, his fun challenge is music producing. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's, think like, it's, I think it sounds like you're describing, like, passions. Like, the fun challenge is, like, something that really speaks to you and that gives you back something. I'm trying to, like... Because I, I guess, feel like if, if you're comparing that feeling to to my, like, writing or Ishan's music producing, like, I feel like it's something you feel like you kind of have to... You're, like, everyone searches for something, you know? 
I feel like everybody's life has some kind of purpose, and they're like all looking for something. But do you think you could you could you be passionate about something easy that's not challenging? Mm, maybe not. I, maybe maybe personally, words. yeah, because maybe it's like a Venn diagram of some <laughs> some in between. But like, oh yeah, yeah, it's fun, a spectrum. The idea of a fun challenge versus like a passion. It's gonna be the eight N spectrum. It'll yeah. be like a psychological paper. What was I even saying? Oh yeah, um, I feel like everything's a spectrum. You know. Like, describing people, it's like, oh, he's, he's a bitch, or, I don't know. Like, there's gonna or be he's, certain... Or he's a cool guy, on the other end of that spectrum. Yeah, right, but could be, like, 70% cool guy, 30% bitch, you know? That's true, I think. Like, there's, there's no absolutes, really, I feel like, in, in personalities, and it's like, oh, he's really, I don't know. I think it's a fluidity thing. Yeah. And, like, how... You know, some people think they have to be confined to one kind of person, but really they could be any kind of person. Yeah, and then I think the spectrum could, like, change. Like, maybe you're working to be, like, a harder worker or just something like that. Then mm. your, like, ratio could switch. Or it could be, like, very dynamic. Like, maybe one day you're, like, 30% cool guy. <laughs> Next day... Sometimes you have a really cool day, and other times it's like, dude, I've had that. I, I on the... Actually, I guess, like, if Wait. you're a cool person, that's, like, that's more of a way you are than a way you feel. Cool. Okay, here's a little case study. Is all right. So I, I go to the movies yesterday, right? I go to the Gaspar Noe thing, and I sit. You know, I go there, watch a sick ass movie by a sick ass director. His little bald head comes out after, and he answers some questions, and he talks about his movie, and it's really cool. It's like you're experiencing the sick thing. And then I leave. I'm a little high. I took an edible before, and then I'm leaving like two hours later, and I'm trying to get from West Fourth Street to here, and I get on the wrong subway. And I kind of realize it at the last <laughs> second. And then the doors close. And then I'm like, and then they whisk me away like 10 blocks in the wrong direction. So from there, there was no easy way back. So I cut my losses and I just walked like a mile and a half back home, which wasn't bad. It was like last night, like chill. But I was walking straight up from the west side to the east side. Oh, like, damn, dude. So you know how uncool that felt? Yeah. <laughs> so like I felt cool. I lived here for a decade. I still don't know my way around. Dude, no, but it's just like. You would trust yourself. I only had to do one thing, and I was like, oh, I can trust myself. Well, you didn't look it up on your phone, and you just, like, took a gamble on, like, which subway. No, that's kind of even... Well, I know... Well, I do know it's the F. You just need the F train in it, because that's the only one that goes here, and it stops at West 4th. So that's, like... Wait, why didn't you... Well, why'd you walk? Why didn't you just take the... Because I got on the wrong... So I'm at the F stop, and the E comes. This is, like, the type of shit the New York subway system is always pulling to. No shade, but... The, a different train will come through, it'll stop, and it'll say, okay, this isn't the F train, this is an E train, but now we're picking up a different route. They'll, like, change it up on you if you're not careful oh, sometimes. Dude. And that happened. That, so that's got, not your fault. Oh, that's not your fault at all. That's just, like, shitty But guy. everybody else, I noticed, you know why I noticed I was on the wrong train? Because I looked up and nobody else was on the fucking car. <laughs> but the platform was, like, full of people. So everyone else noticed it. Dude, you're in the train, like, Raz al Ghul, bro? Like, no one else was there? <laughs> I was at, <laughs> yeah, I was at a Batman-style beatdown. But yeah, so what I'm saying is cool to uncool. I feel like that. Like Everyone has cool their moments. Yeah. And I'm a loser getting lost in the subway. Yeah, the town I that I live in. I'm fucking 16 years old again. Oh, so fucking embarrassing. Yeah, it's funny. I was talking to one of my coworkers, and she's like, oh, it's like every day has a peak and a pit. So, like, that's like a question. Like, oh, what's your, what's your peak and your pit? Yeah, my peaks and my pit were just real close yesterday. Because it was yeah. like the movie was the peak, and then leaving the it's, movie no, was the peak. It's funny to tell that story, because, like, we were just, we were at the dinner on Wednesday, it was, uh, I don't know if I told you about it. One oh, night. right. No, yeah, that was the last yeah, time I saw it. Yeah, one of my co-workers, yeah, she, she got some, uh, some award. In, like a, 
financial award or what kind of award? Yeah, it's about? like a I don't know, man. Like this women's bond club award or something. But it was like it was a bunch of banks and it was at the Museum of Natural History, Dang. which was cool, like and really cool venue. But dude, I had the worst dinner experience I've ever had. Cool venue, I guess the the appetizer was okay as like some salad, but they only had one vegetarian option. Oh shit! And they had one uh, carnivore option, whatever. Mm-hmm. Dude, I got like the coldest tofu I've ever had. Uh-huh. Like seasoned terribly, <laughs> and I took a bite. Did you have a bad meal at I'm the not, National History I'm not Museum? kidding, dude. I tasted Uh-oh. some like freezer burn, so I flagged down a waiter, and I was like. Oh shit! Yeah, this fancy ass award ceremony, dude. I know. I was like, you wave ta- the, the napkin in the air. It was a white tablecloth. It was like really fancy. We're in like, dude, I, can I don't imagine. know what's called. It's like a room with like a giant whale in it. We like passed the dinosaur bones. Dude, that's one of the movies. Yeah, sure. man. It was like a great that's venue. Real deal. And then, oh, dude, it was actually so. It's also we were at table sixty nine. Um, <laughs> nice. Sorry, I'm nice. still sixteen <laughs> years old. But like, it was so funny because we were at table sixty nine in the corner and we were being super rowdy. Like, for whatever reason, we were all just, like, I don't know, drinking, and we were supporting, like, our, uh, our co-worker that we had. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we were just getting, like, super rowdy, and we got, like, shushed a bunch of times. You guys from, like, got shushed? Yeah, from, like, these people who were, like, taking the award ceremony seriously. Whoa. They weren't there to party at the... No, yeah, we were there They're to not party. the partying table at the Oscars. That was pretty funny. And Whoa. then, oh, that's... Fucking long ass backstory. That's where you're talking about, like, oh, the peaks and pits of your day. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a that was a conversation there. Oh, that happened at the Natural History Museum. Yeah. Shit. Same convo echoed in a in a museum. Exactly. Uptown. It was like it was like graduation. There was a hundred people, I want to say, and they call them up and like you cheered really loud for like your person. Dang. Did they give it like awards and speeches and stuff? No. There's like I don't know. The sponsor gave a speech at the at the beginning. And we were, that's when we were talking really loud, and all these ladies were like, we're trying to listen to, like, this paid sponsor speech or something. I don't know. Wow. It was Sponsored? weird. It, it was like a, it was a time where you should be speaking, in my opinion. <laughs> it was okay to talk? Yeah, man. That's a Curb episode for you. Larry's talking when, like, That's true. When someone else thinks you shouldn't be. Yeah, that's pretty funny. This is the talking part. I Larry David, If Larry David or his, his daughter, Cassie, is listening to this, they can hire us as writers anytime. I think, yeah, even if they were, they'd probably have shut it off in the first 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) This music's shocking as hell, bro. (laughs) This song's kind of long. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're, we're finding our way, you know? But wait, so that was one day. That was what, Wednesday? Yeah. Wait, didn't you go to a steakhouse last night? And you, I forgot to ask about this earlier. You went to like a Jewish steakhouse, but you don't eat steak. Yeah, I don't eat steak. I've been to like I've been to a few client dinners that are stay at steakhouses, and it's just like <laughs> I always get. <laughs> I was just a it's a dinner of sides for me, so I'll get like a side of mashed potatoes and like I don't know, dude. Definitely not really my favorite dinners. <laughs> like a side's <laughs> not a dinner. Of, mashed potatoes are good, but yeah, if you're if you're a hungry boy after a long day of work and shit, like yeah, and I'll get like fries too. Damn, but that's just like too unhealthy, man. A lot of freaks. Like, yeah, I'll it. eat it once every... Yeah, when yeah. I, was, I was in Cleveland for this thing, too, and once it's really nice, they're always... The decor is nice, and, you know, it's a nice experience. But I went to, the, like, the nicest steakhouse or whatever, and I just had mashed potatoes. I just had sides. I Actually, really they, they might have made me something, but I do remember being there and being like, yeah, I feel kind of out of place. 
Dude, not I mean, like in a bad way. I'm not like crying about it, but I'm just like, damn, <laughs> this is just like not it's okay. my. This is an open forum. It's not my environment, you know. No, most definitely, the world hasn't been made for you know vegetarians and pescatarians. Even when I went to some like <laughs> summer camp, I was the in like sixth grade. The biggest event in my sixth grade career was uh, the like sixth grade class would go to Big Bear, like this mountain, for like a week or weekend or something. It was supposed to be like cool and fun, and it's like, oh shit, we're going to Big Bear, and like you know, you room with your buddies and all that stuff. You have camp counselors, yeah. and it was like a good time. But I was the only like kid that didn't eat like meat, and the whole like lunch buffet, whatever it was, it was always meat, and I had to go like ask the chef in the back. They're like, oh, just tell them you're vegetarian, and I'll make you something. And I would go back there, and the chef would be like, oh, what's up? He's like this. <laughs> what's up, you little punk? <laughs> you punk ass bitch! Like you don't like regular food? I gotta make you something stupid. But yeah, no, I remember doing that, and it was always, felt kind of weird, and then I would, like, come out of the hall. <laughs> it was <laughs> bawling tears. Everyone already has their seats, you know, and I'm like, oh, who, who do I sit with now? Dude, do you remember how... So that's why I'm picturing your finance. <laughs> how big a deal that was, like, sitting with the right people at lunch? Man. And not the, I guess not the right people, like, you had your lunch crew, it wasn't, like, a daily decision. Yeah. But, like, when your homies weren't there at lunch. Dude, that was annoying, that was the worst. And I was like, damn, dude, <laughs> who do I sit with? I know, who's your, like, cause you, I don't know, it's a tough one, it's like, do you, who's your, like, next closest, you gotta reconsider everything you thought about yourself? That is, like, such a... That's fucking high school for you, man, and I will tell you that, I do not miss at all. I know, oh, I never took a lunch, I'm thinking about middle school lunch. I never took a lunch in high school because what? I, like I could do a period less of work. Like I could just get out. You take earlier. one class like earlier. Uh yeah, I were I would just like I would just have another class, and I was like, dude, I'm just gonna eat like I'll bring my lunch and eat somewhere or at, like some point, and then in between classes. Yeah, I was like, I don't need this lunch shit. This sounds like some Elizabeth Holmes shit. Not in between <laughs> classes. I'll just like eat in calculus or something. Yeah, dude. But middle school lunch was like a grimy time. Middle school and high school were the worst. Well, uh, I'll yeah. say the I'll say middle school and the first like year and a half of high school like eventually got better. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. I agree. Like from, I'd say like the middle of sophomore year, it was like pretty fun. Yeah, freshman year was kind of rough. Yeah. But then after that, I was, it was like, like a I transition think year. Sophomore year did get better. So freshman year, I had like my one homie that I always hung out with, and then like <laughs> the next year he moved and he didn't tell me, and so I didn't know where he was at. Dude, so I, what? Yeah, I lost my, I lost my like best homie for a little while. Wait, we just didn't tell you. Yeah, like I don't think I had myself. I don't remember. Like we just didn't text you. Like so, like, ghosting you. Yeah, I was like, oh did shit. Did you did you like text him one day? Yeah, we hang out now. But yeah, but then that was like the impetus to like hang out with other people. Hmm. So if that didn't happen. That's interesting. Like who knows what like the friendship circles I would have had, but if not, like I would have met a lot of different people. Dude, there's a and lot. I don't even know it. Until there's like, a lot of butterfly effects afterward. like that. Mm-hmm. Like my first, my first room at college, I feel like that's low-key pretty important. Like who do you get assigned to? Like I was initially gonna, dude. I was trying to switch from three hundred five. Really? So yeah, because losers. No, because like I couldn't find anyone on Facebook, and I thought like it was weird that none of my roommates had Facebooks. You did none of them. I you know what. Not Rohan, but I think I couldn't find like that guy Bonsi or like that guy Jason. Oh uh, or... yeah. I don't think Fern was there. Yeah. Future co-host. But Fernando crossover. moved in after the fact. Oh yeah, he wasn't even there. In the, in the yeah, show. I had like my room all to myself for the first month. Must have been nice. I was in a triple motherfucker. Yeah, man, and I had the biggest room too. I was going to take you to the castle, king of the castle. <laughs> um, big man on campus. Yeah. 
Dude, that was crazy when Fern moved in. Yeah, I was never there. I didn't know you guys until, like, the last day of the freshman year, basically. Dude, I want to say it took me, like, took me and Fern, like, a few months to get, like, pretty close. Yeah? Well, you guys, wait, you said you were in the same room together? Yeah, same room together. Dude, that'll get you close, like, real quick. Yeah, I'm not going to say we were, like, enemies or... (laughs) No, we weren't fucking enemies. What am I saying? I'm not going to say we were, like, you know, buddy-buddy... The first two months, we were just kind of like, like coaches on each other's bed. Dude, funny enough, we had like, it was the day of the the Paris attacks in November of 2015. I think it was like November 13th or something. Oh, shit. 15th or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we like got our haircuts from Joey, and <laughs> Joey was just like giving giving Fernando alcohol and stuff, so we got like pretty drunk. Like freshman year? Yeah, like freshman year. Oh, shit. Yeah, Joey, you did some illegal stuff, dude. <laughs> but yeah, we just like... That was, like, our first time, like, broing out. Mm. And then... Hey, those moments are important, man. Yeah. But I still remember that moment. It was, like, before then, he was just, like, a kind of stranger, almost. Dang. And you guys became homies. Yeah. Like, we're, we were nice to each other. I don't want to, like, paint the first two months of my relationship with Fernando as bad or anything. But <laughs> it was just, like, co cohabiting. Yeah, yeah. And then by the end of freshman year, we were all just, like, dude, super tight. Y'all were tight. Dude, and seeing Jacob Sway, like, the other oh, day, too. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a trip, dude. I thought the last I heard, you told me he was working, like, or he was, like, in a circus or something for a while. Dude, <laughs> I think he just did that when he was in, like, high school. I don't think he's part of, like, the regular, like, <laughs> brother traveling circus or Oh, anything. shit. In my head, he was, a, he was, like, a ringling bro. No, but he did do, like, trapeze, and he's an interesting dude. No, he's a Jersey sure. City, like, resident. Yeah, man. Did you know Chelsea's moving? It's like, Bangkok or something? To Singapore. Oh, Singapore. Yeah. That's something, like... That's something so cool. I, I respect her a lot for doing it because I don't think I could just like pick up everything and move to like Singapore for like a year. Yeah. Like my friends and my life. But I guess, you know, I mean, if you like have the confidence that whatever you're going to do over there is going to allow you to just come back kind of at will after a year. Yeah, dude. I wouldn't even take the job. I'd like to stay here. Yeah, that's a pretty big ask. But also like it could be the coolest thing in the world. Like you're just in Singapore for a year. Got to Anthony Bourdain that shit. And whatnot. Yeah, go to all these places that Dude, you like, might meet, most of like, the world will never see. Yeah, future spouse. That's very true. Fortune favors the bold, as they say. I think that's uh, Crypto.com's, like, <laughs> tagline. Well. They got Matt Damon saying that in movie theaters now. Crypto.com? Yeah. Well. They have an ad with Matt Damon, and it's in, like, movie theaters. Well, Fortune does favor the bold. That is I true. do agree. Yeah. And it's very bold to move all the way across the world. I think I got that one from someone at work. There's all these quotes, like, good is the enemy of great. Dang. You guys got, like, motivational posters all over your No, it's not posters. People just... People will say that, like, not ironically, though. They'll be, like, almost preaching. You think maybe they've, like, built their lives around certain, like, maxims? Certain beliefs? Yeah, maybe. Not even, like, preaching in a bad way. Like, literally, if you're talking, like, on the phone with someone, like, sometimes these things just come up. I guess there's probably a certain way of speaking that's, like, or resonates with people more. Yeah, it's kind of like... You gotta be good at talking to people. Probably. I it just fits in conversation. Like, oh, one, dude, one I used this week was... <laughs> like, the markets were being Drop really it. volatile, and people were acting accordingly. And I was just like, oh, emotion creates emotion. But the emotion's, like, gonna subside. And, you know, it was this whole, like... This whole thesis on what I thought, but... That Damn. saying motion creates emotion was just like, <laughs> just a nice thing to put in there because it summed up my point well, and it's like catchy and remember, like you can remember it. Should trademark that. 
I know. I, I got it from someone else, I think. I don't remember who. Mm. They say the... Just gonna drop it. <laughs> gotta say the, behind me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, I'm gonna say another one. They say the secret to creativity is hiding your influences. Mm. Dude, that honestly... Yo, I also feel like that's what makes you an interesting person. It's not like necessarily all your interests, but it's your like interests. The things in, that make you up. In combination with each other. Mm. Like it's not interesting to like guitar. Maybe it's like semi-interesting that I like guitar and I fucking like these other four things. And then there's like a million things that I like. Yeah. So, you think it's like the unique mixture of things because not everyone's yeah, going to like exactly it's like, the oh, same he's, thing. He's like does this, but he also does this and... Guys, he does it all. I know. Well, he's not, the he's the not making a case for being like the jack of all trades, but it's like it is good to be. I think like I would say to most people, it's beneficial to have exposure or like a perspective on most things. You know, like I think the more that you can like kind of diversify yourself, is gonna mean like you're either gonna just find the things you like more or the things you like less. Like that's all that's gonna happen is the more you see, so you're gonna realize what you actually value. Yeah. And that's between, like, seeing places, like, traveling, you know, having experiences, relationships with people. All these things are going to, like, you're going to learn from them, and they're going to change you in ways. Dude, I also feel like on that, I feel like you're, like, an average of all the people you spend time with. And, like, you can use it accretively to yourself. Like, if you, if you like this part about this friend or, like... You know, I like these four things about my boss or, like, I can be, like, 2% him and, like one and a half percent Ishan. Like, Ishan in my own way, but I'm like, oh, like, the way Ishan does this, this, and that. Like, I want to incorporate it into my own life. Sure. Yeah. I feel like you kind of... And, like, your SO takes Mm. up a pretty... Pretty chunky part of that... Yeah, Yeah. part of that pie. Like, oh, like, 25% (laughs) of that Badass slice of that pie. Yeah, that's why they say, like, people spend, like, so much time together, they eventually almost turn into one person. Yeah, so, like, I think that happens with your friends, too, but in a lesser way. Hmm. Like, I picked up, like, good habits from Fern and, you know, good habits from you and just from, yeah. like, living together. Speaking of which, I've taken up cold showers. Dude, no way! Mostly, yeah, I've been, like, Let's go. I've been phasing them in, speaking of good influences. Nice! Yeah, I was just, like, I don't know, one day I was, like, oh, let's do a little cold, like, cooler. And I'm, like, you know, I don't have to turn that dial all the way to the left now. I can go, like, halfway. I do a little bit less. And yeah, less. dude, cool showers, and they're good for your skin, too. Feels nice. Good and shit then, so far. Yeah, sometimes I'll just go all the way cold, like, at the end. Yeah, I'll put it... Our shit gets cold, man. I like it. Dude, it's, it's kind of a good feeling. It's icy. You get the endorphins. Yeah. Pumping. After a little gym sesh downstairs. Cold shower snacks. I will yeah. say, I have seen the merit of the of like the steam room and the sauna back when I was at a 24-hour fitness. That was kind of the shit. Yeah. Like, sweating it out and then, like, going home and taking a freezing shower. But, yeah, I would... To my future home, my brownstone, wherever I live. I have a sauna? That would be so sick. Dude, you can, like, buy a sauna. From, yeah, six grand. You can buy one even cheaper from Amazon. What? Like two grand, I think. Amazon Prime has got, like, a $200 sauna. Dude, should we just get Amazon rid of... Amazon Basics? Should we get rid of this couch and... Yeah, dude, an Amazon Basics sauna. <laughs> essentially. No, what if we just got rid of this couch and just have, like, this sauna here? You can, like, set it up, like, anyways. Like, plug it in. We set up right... We need another pillar, like, right in the middle of our living room. Dude, and it's like it's like a portable sauna, essentially. You just, like, build it. That's insane. But there's like large panels. I don't know if we have, but like, considering our living room doesn't even have its own windows, I don't know if we have the ventilation necessary for such airflow needs. This place would get stuffy. That would be sick, though. Dude, this place already feels like a sauna sometimes. Especially in the <laughs> living room. 
Yeah, this this river retains heat because, dude, it's got it's got no holes. Like, there's nowhere to go from here. I mean, I think having the window up top is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that ain't too bad. You can see right into my room. Oh, you'd have to be slender man to see into your room. So up high. Hey, don't disrespect me, dude. Oh, the slender. He's, he's real, bro. According to that twelve-year-old girl, he is. Man, when I watched that movie, kind of kind of baked. That was a pretty bad trip. Yeah, there's a lot of dude. The 2013 era of the internet was like kind of weird. Now I feel like we're like TikTok bubblegum pop. It softened up. It got soft. I mean, no, there's always gonna be the dark up. web ain't as dark. There's yes, this is the light web now. It's the gray there's, web. There's always gonna be like <laughs> messed up stuff on online. But our kids still like people still kill themselves over shit they'll like find on like four. Like the or blue something. whale challenge. Do you remember that? No. It was it's pretty messed up. It was some like. 30-day challenge and you're in like a whatsapp group or like some dark corner of the internet and essentially it's like every day you have something like more messed up to do to yourself like day one like cut yourself like day two rest like day three like cut a blue whale into like your fucking what into your forearm and then the last day is like kill yourself or like turn the gas on holy shit I'm like that's fucked up. It sounds it sounds dumb. Like all right, who's doing this? But there's like certain twelve year olds who are like, Dude, those I mean, my, yeah, young with access are... to technology and like someone's like, oh, like don't tell your parents. Like I know where you live. Like someone's threatening them. Yeah, and they're like, I'm gonna kill your family unless you do this. Like there's all this messed up stuff that happens, bro. Scary stuff. That makes you, you think about my like, parents were like, hey, you know what? Keep yeah, you don't. Here. Well, we're already past that phase, and you know we have to worry about different things. But then. You have to re-worry about that when you have your own kids. And it's like, man. Dude, that's true. These guys are 12 and they're dumb, dude. <laughs> You're such a fucking They're going to turn the gas on and just kill me. We're all dead. <laughs> that affects all of us. All right, Pete. <laughs> oh, man. I think that'll do us. All bars. The audio is still going to... It's going to get better. Microphones, I hear, are in, are in route. And yes. I'm going to pick it's one up. going to have on Sunday now. I know, yeah. It's going to be good. So, yeah, again, thank you for joining. See you next time. And I guess goodbye. All right. Take care. Yourself. Our one listener. <laughs>